0: So if if you're the toughest, smartest person in any particular room, get the hell out of that room. That's what Josh McDermott did. He got somebody smarter to be his offensive coordinator, Joe Brady. Right? Because he was the smartest, toughest guy in the room with uh, dumbass Dorsey, who's now (laughs) out of a job fired. So, I know what I'm doing. You got somebody who's a lot tougher, a lot smarter than I am. Um, Don't get fooled. Don't make the mistake of judging Melissa just by her attractiveness. She's very, very smart. And not only is she smart, she's very intuitive. and has an uncanny ability to pick NFL games on... 59% you can live in Vegas and as a podcast, we are sixty one point five percent, which is two point five percent better than we were last year. That's
1: pretty awesome. Not into
0: week (laughs) eleven, but as a whole. So thank you, Melissa, for providing us with all that you provide us, which you know, can't say enough. And making us money, which is more important so we can pay bills in this uh, inflation-ridden economy. Thank you, Melissa.
2: Yeah, of course. No, but thank you for giving me the opportunity. I mean, it's been great uh, being here. It's been awesome. And I look forward to um, what's to come for the rest of the season.
0: Right. We were 4-1 in Circa. Mm -hmm. We're in the mix for that, right? So we're in the mix for uh, winning this quarter, which would be good. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and that's very attainable for us as we start to roll. Get on a nice little roll. Paul's butter because we are on a roll. We are 9-2 yes. um, on Saturday, 3-0 and 0 Mac action. That's 12-2 college football. <laughs> Heading into this. Uh, last week in the NFL, Melissa and I, of course, Melissa is always <laughs> – Gliss is always one pick better than me, right? It started with college football where I was 10 and 1, but she was 11 and 0. Last week, I was 16 and 11, which is profit. Some people never get profit. We got profit every week, right? We're kind of 10, 10, 0 and 1. One week we kind of broke even, right? But right now, we're looking at 10, 0 and 1 profit every single week. It's like compound interest in the positive end, like a credit card. You pay interest on a credit card, the interest goes up, you pay more interest, each payment. Us, it's the other way around. We make more money when we compound one winning week on top of another winning week. More money, more money, and that gives us less stress, more happiness, and the highest and best use of your time. Melissa and I do not have to work at 7-Eleven on Sundays because we can make a lot more sitting and watching games. Right, Melissa? That's right. All right. So what's the first game we're going to look at, Melissa? Um, The
2: Bengals and the Ravens.
0: Bengals and the Ravens. Uh, John Harbaugh. I want to talk about rigid thinking, right? Um, and I'll do, actually, I'll, I'll think of doing it next week, but I'll do it in the beginning of the year where people make their goals. And they talk about change. There's a process for change. And some people might not want to wait. I do have it that that uh podcast out there, but uh, you know, my wife's a psychotherapist. I went to the seminar on change, and change is hard. See, it's impossible, it's impossible to change. That's why 95% of people can't change, right? You have contemplation, you have actually pre contemplation, contemplation, planning the action phase, and then the maintenance phase. And a lot of people fail between the action and then the maintenance of it. And then once you maintain it, you got to be consistent in a tough situation. It's hard to change. The Harbaugh football mafia family does not change. That's why his brother is suspended. Uh, John Harbaugh, who spent 12 years, 13 years in the Reed, Andy Reed mafia family. And all of Andy Reed's assistant coaches, he mentors them to be head coaches, that's why they all think the same. That's why Melissa and I can pick every game because really a lot of the games repeat themselves with the same people doing the same thing, hiring the same type of people, training the players the same way. <laughs> How can we not uh look at the similarities and take advantage of it? Get ahead of it to monetize it, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So to that end, uh John Harbaugh sits in the summer. And figures out strategy for Thursday night game, and he has an uncanny record on Thursday night games. It's almost like uh, preseason games. He won like um, every single game he ever coached in the preseason until this year. He lost one, but he still was like two and one. Uh, so let me see real quick. Uh, John Harbaugh Thursday night record. He hasn't lost, but that's why I'm picking him to cover, cover he mm-hmm. had the spread. He has a great defense. Bad loss last week for the people. I got it right. <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you think, Melissa?
2: Um. Yeah. No. I. I definitely agree. Um. I feel like let me get my stats up. I feel like it's definitely going to be a close game on this one. Um. I feel like the Bengals are kind of struggling this year and um, they're kind of, it's going to be rough, um, but I feel like the Ravens are going to cover this one, um, but they're definitely going to have a challenge on their end, but it's going to be a home game Thursday night. I think they're going to bring the heat and then they're going to right. definitely
0: cover. Yeah. He has a, a record for Thursday night. Mm-hmm. See exactly what it is. I'll put it in the episode notes. Mm hmm. But he's up over 80%, which is the highest level of probability.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, definitely, uh, you can cover your ass pounding the money the money line. But they're playing the Bengals. The Bengals, remember, they're a cheap family team. Yeah, That's why the scheme is going to be under Lou Almirado. It's going to keep everything in front of him. Lu Almirado is
1: mm-hmm.
0: the defense coordinator for the Bengals. Now, remember, there's two ways to invest there's fundamental analysis, and there's technical analysis. Technical analysis, nobody's ever gotten rich with that. People have gotten rich selling that. That's what you see on CNBC Bloomberg. Fundamental analysis has gotten people rich. The main part of fundamental analysis is corporate governance. That's why on the podcast you'll see Melissa and I go from A to Z, how these teams are governed. Mm
1: -hmm. Right?
0: And they'll tell you their success. Um, Hamas govern gaza and they're a terrorist organization and gaza is broke whatever you want to think politically everybody agrees gaza is broke because of their governing structure, right so we don't we don't want to go broke in in games so we see the corporate structure of the the teams and with all things being equal gives us an edge in making money on this thing right Mm -hmm. and you say, Josh, what does 62.5 mean? 62.5 means $57,800 betting $1,000 a game. Profit. You do have to pay the IRS. There's different things you have to do with it, but you're starting in a good position. It's a lot better than zero. So, Melissa and I agree, Ravens minus three under 48, 46 right. Now, When I say Melissa and I agree means... We're sixty-two point five percent, fifty-seven thousand dollars. Making a thousand dollars a game, and four and one last week in the circuit contest. <laughs> That's what that means.
2: <laughs> was, last week was amazing with Circa. Oh man, I was literally all my like on the side of my seat uh, for Monday Night Football. I was like, oh my gosh, we have to get the fifth one, and yes. we did. But it's okay. We were. It was still an amazing week.
0: Still so amazing. We still got eight weeks to go. Yes. My guys, cash register, compound interest, in knowing what you're doing, betting on football games. Mm-hmm. All right. The next thing I'm going to do is the Steelers plus four under 37. Yes. Against the Clowns. Is this line still the same, Melissa?
2: Let me check right now. I have it up.
0: Yeah, because I'm going to... If it is, I'm going to... Oh, While well, Melissa's talking, I'm going to make sure I bet it. <laughs> because it seems like it's a mistake. Because the clowns will have P.J. Walker starting. And P.J. Walker... I like his heart. I was thinking about it today. God bless P.J. Walker. Yeah, they're still favored by one point. I'm still going with Oh, my Steel. gosh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, God bless P.J. Walker because... He did, he's not the most talented guy in the world, but he always gets a job. <laughs> you know, he was yeah. with Matt Rule in Carolina because he sucked. Uh, and it's, Matt Rule was the guy, right?
2: Uh-huh. It's plus, hold on, it's plus one.
0: Is it plus one?
2: It's plus one now.
0: Okay. And, all right. The Vegas Insider they have minus one. I mean, sorry, so, not plus
2: one. Sorry, I was looking at the Steelers. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> well, you're looking at what we're going to pick. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, it's um plus one minus one.
0: All right, cool. Uh, yeah, we get a point with the Steelers. Steelers have an advantage because the quarterbacks, uh, it's, it's the starting quarterback, mm-hmm. and the Steelers have a really good defense, have a really good defensive line, and really with the NFL has come down to uh is playing zone with a four two five defense and who has the best defensive line that can get after the quarterback.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was whatever his name is, TJ Watt. Uh Pittsburgh does a well. lot. And you got a Super Bowl winning quarterback, uh Super Bowl winning coach Mike Tomlin. The thing about Super Bowl winning coaches, they're not gonna win the Super Bowl every year. But they, they win sometimes games they shouldn't win. And with all things being equal, when they have equal talent, they win those games because they, they do something extra. There's something about them. That's why they won the Super Bowl. Champagne falls into that category. We just talk about Monday night. Uh, so give me Mike Tomlin. Uh, plus one. I like that. Definitely going under. Under. Thirty seven points. Is the Total still the same. Let me see.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, let me see right now.
1: Totals. Let me refresh.
2: It is
1: thirty three. Ooh, thirty three. Yeah. yeah. What are
2: you Um I was thinking under 37 because that's a. I feel like it's a little bit higher like it's a a high number that it should be for this game but if it's 33 I think it might go to like 35 right or 34 so that's why I was hit, I was hitting the under 37 but I think it might be over
1: 33
0: Yeah but... over 33 Let's see that over 33 they're division opponents so that means they're not going to quit So mm-hmm late, they're going to try to score.
2: Yeah.
0: P.J. Walker's losing 27 to 7. He's still going to be trying to score because it's a division game and they're trying to look for a miracle or whatever. So they will cover. So give me the Steelers plus the one point over 33. Perfect.
1: Take- that
0: yes.
2: sounds fantastic.
0: All right. What's the next game we're going to look at?
2: The Cardinals and the
0: Texans. Cardinals and the Texans. Uh, Schneider, the owner of the commander, the Lord Commander, they're like Game of Thrones. Uh, he didn't think he was going to get kicked out of the NFL. and He told a friend of his, the NFL owners are all a bunch of monsters." When I read that, I thought of the Arizona Cardinals and the Bidwell family. Finally, sold their five racetracks. Uh, really cheap, family-owned teams. They seem like they're tanking, but they got Kyler Murray back. Uh, Goodell doesn't like tanking, so you have to make it look good. So I think they're going to make it look good with Kyler Murray. Uh, I do not think this game will get over four, you know, forty-seven points. So I like the Cardinals to cover four points. Uh, their defense has been playing well. It's a kind of solid play so on and so forth, so I like the Arizona Cardinals to keep it close but lose again because they don't want to pay travel costs for playoffs. That's what family owned, mafia owned teams did not want to pay travel costs for playing. Josh, where are you coming up with this conspiracy theory? Well, uh, nineteen eighty nine, when Hugh Colerhouse, owner of the Bucks, was interviewing Buddy Ryan my friend pawned me into being the caddy for Hugh Culverhouse. It was like 100 degrees, 100% humidity. I was dying, and I found out that Hugh Culverhouse doesn't like to tip. That's why I was there. Uh, but talking to Hugh Culverhouse, he's like, oh, I'll give you any business advice you want. I'm just not going to tip you. I don't believe in tips. I'm like, yeah. Guy ends up being a billionaire, doesn't believe in tips. But he gave his business card He'll give you business advice. And he's like, the per capital income in Tampa Bay is only 14000 It's cheaper not to make the playoffs. You avoid um, labor costs and travel costs. And I'm like, all right, I know what's going on in the NFL. So the Bidwell family is like that. Uh, and that's why they're losing all these games. That's why they tanked that game with uh, Josh Dobbs. It was doing well. Uh, and they brought in that guy from nowhere. Uh, and now they have Kyle Murray back. They'll cover but they'll lose. What do you think, Melissa?
2: Um I, I think the Texans, I don't know, I'm kinda like since we, we met earlier, I'm kind of like up up and down on this one because you know I right. I said to you um the Cardinals have been covering right more this season than they have been winning. So I don't know. I I had the Texans minus four under forty seven. Um, it's now it's now at five. By the way, and then the I totals is... Yeah, yeah.
0: Reason, It's going in our direction. So I yes. agree. With you. This is an under game.
2: Yes. So I'm still on the fence, but I definitely agree with the under. Um. I don't think they'll win, so the Cardinals, that is. So I might just do the Texans on the money line um, for this one.
0: Yeah, that'll work. That's basically the same bet. Yeah. Yeah. Texans on the money line will be. Yeah, you always want to keep it under 250. So this will be 225 minus 225. Okay. 52.5% is break even. So, Melissa, by getting Texas on the money line minus 225, and it goes under 49, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You make money. Right. That you can do minus four in the money line and the under. You want two out of three at 66%,
1: mm-hmm. which is
0: over. 52 point five percent, which is profit. And that's what you want to do. You want consistent profit. You never parlay, you bet equal amounts on each game, cause slow and steady wins the race. The old yeah. cartoon looks money and the tortoise tortoise always won just being steady. <laughs> right? And it's good for your mental health. You don't want to be remember if we had a parlay with the circuit picks, right? Oh you yeah. lose the game because uh somebody doesn't know how to count
1: yeah
0: all right what's the next game we're gonna look at
2: um the the Chargers and the Packers
0: the chargers all right you never rule number one you got the t- top 10 rules of sports betting I'll have the link in the episode notes uh, if you're watching like on YouTube where I don't put links uh just send me a message' I'll, get, I'll send you links to the top 10 rules of betting which is using business and financial concepts oh, yeah. than on games. So you you feed it used to be you kill two birds with one bullet. Now it's you feed two birds with one meal. So you'll learn business and financial concepts and betting on football games. Number one rule of betting is never bet your own team. It's just an emotional roller coaster. You're too down on your team when they're going bad, and you're too up on their team when they're going good. And you know what? Have fun. There's a ton of other games to bet on. Don't bet on your own team. Allow yourself to be a fan. To uh, The holiday season is a good time to suspend belief, right? Reality is too chaotic, too harsh, too unpredictable. Escape for... You can't live in a fantasy world the whole time. But every once in a while, escape reality with your own team. But... Uh, Melissa, what makes her such a good sports better is that she is as cynical and as a contrarian as I am. (laughs) She's honest about her own team. So every week we have Melissa give us the Charger report. And the big thing is, should Brandon Staley be fired? What do you think, Melissa?
2: Everybody wants him fired. Everybody. Do I think it's the right move right now? No. Are they going to fire him right now? No um yeah. last time that they fired a coach midseason was 2020 2021 or 2019 i don't remember the last time before that was 1991 so they they're not going to do that um they're going to most likely change things around start start different tactics you know different different approaches with the team and right. try to push forward through the rest of the season and then make big changes before the next season. Um I am annoyed with Staley's face. It's <laughs> I, I don't condone violence, but his face is very punchable at this point. <laughs> it's the you same like the dumb excuse. Yeah, it's the same dumb excuse every week. Right. Um but Herbert Herbert's um he played a mean game last week. He's back. Um it was it was an amazing um, play, uh, game and on his end. So I have, I have a good feeling about this game for Herbert on you know, on his side of it, as far as the offense and the defense. Keeping my fingers crossed.
1: <laughs>
0: right now, if the playoffs started today, the Chargers. Are basically one game behind, so they're fine. Uh again, a mafia, Greek mafia owned cheap family team. And it's like Josh, this conspiracy theory. I don't believe you. Type in sister, you Spanos' sister to Spanos, right? Because the money's in the trust and the money's going out of the trust. Where's it going? Tarpon Springs, Google, Tarpon Springs, Sponge Doc Murders. Right? So and where the Spanishes are from, Clearwater, Florida, right next to what? Tarpon Springs with all that money involved. Okay. I digress. And I'll show mm-hmm. you a, book, a link to the book mm-hmm. about the Greek So it's not necessarily a secret, but I benefited from it. I used mm-hmm. to go to the cheap butcher chops and get really good, expensive steak. Very cheap. Because they needed the sales for the money launder. Right. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> The dinner someplace that paid two, three hundred bucks. I used to pay 40 bucks for a nice steak dinner, but I digress. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Telesco knows how to do more with less because he he used to work for the Ursay family. We know what a crackhead the Ursay Ursa family is. So he knows how to work for cheap, shady people. He's always developing the office line, of and it sucks for Melissa because there's always a free guy coming at her, poor guy. Blunt mm-hmm. in his hand, broken hand. He's always going to be hurt because yep. has the cheapo cool offensive line. They need to go through a three-step drop, get the ball out of his hands. You got really good position uh, receivers who can get position, like Palmer and uh, Keenan Allen.
2: Yep.
0: Uh, Brandon Staley. The reason Brandon Staley's the coach of the Chargers is was because he was the cheapest guy available. He'd never been a head coach before had only been a defensive coordinator for one year. Mm -hmm. and He's stupid, too, because if you're the cheapest option, this might not be the best for your future. And you're going into a very chaotic, uncertain situation. And he's doing 15 jobs. That's why you see him with papers. That's why his face is bright, bright. Yep. It isn't fair, but he's getting paid with a sort of uh, life isn't fair.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So he's going against Green Bay against LaFleur, Green Bay, they're owned by the city. So this is a government team, <laughs> like government cheese, government team. Uh, they don't have Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is smart guy. He's into play, so you always got him in the right play. All these old quarterbacks get you in the right play. That's what made Brady and Manning good and Rodgers good. Now they have uh, a guy who lives a couple miles away from here, Jordan Love.
1: Oh, Used
0: to throw passes to Chad. He used to be on the podcast. Now he is his strength and conditioning coach for Ferris State in the playoffs this week. But he told me a lot about Jordan Love. He likes Jordan Love. Uh Jordan Love is not as good as Herbert, and both uh-huh. teams have equal resources. So give me the Chargers on the money line, right? Uh-huh. Chargers. On the money line, over 44, because you have two cheap teams, right, two cheap old teams with depleted defenses. And I don't know if it's COVID or they don't work out as much, but defenses are depleting sooner than when they used to. You live in the past. You die in the past. So I had to change my thinking because defenses used to wear out later in the season. But it's, what have you done for me lately? What are you doing for me now? Mindfulness, everybody talks about it, being immersed in what's going on now. So defenses are uh, beginning early. Now, Thanksgiving dinner, right? In Thanksgiving dinner, uh, there's always a family member who comes in late. Right, the family member is late, uh, and they say they're going to bring in a pot roast. That pot roast is not going to get there, right? So, the pot roast is going to be non existent, but the family member is going to show up and they're going to bring something, right? They burned the pot roast, so they're going to stop at the grocery store and get cupcakes. So, they are going to show up, you are going to get cupcakes, you're not going to get the pot roast. For in this game, that means the Chargers are not going to cover the three points, or they might. Who knows? It's too uncertain because this is a crazy Mm -hmm. team owned by the Mafia. So anything could happen. I mean, they could they could you know blow them out with twenty seven points, or they could be down twenty seven points that Herbert brings about, and they kick a ninety yard field goal. They they hit the crossbar. There's twelve guys on the field, and they have to come back and they (laughs) hit it. Needless to say, what's going to happen here is give me the Chargers on the money line and it's going to go over the 44 points because both defenses are depleted. That sounds about right. Melissa? Oh yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. All
0: right. Go to the Chargers. On the money line over 44. What's the next team we're going to look at?
2: The giants and the commanders
0: giants and the commanders. Uh, Double-digit dogs in the division cover eighty percent of the time. The commander, the Lord Commander, like I said, was owned by Schneider. Schneider was a con man. Good for him. Very good con man. Uh, there was something strange going on too. When Dallas was in the hard knocks, was on hard knocks. I remember Jerry Jones crying, saying, "Oh, I'm not in the Mediterranean in France. I'm here with the team. This is how much I love the team." And then. Uh, Tom Brady left the Buccaneers to go to France in the Mediterranean. And then Schneider, the owner of the Lord Commander, was on his yacht in the Mediterranean, France. I'm like, what's going on in France? I got to go.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> what's up with that during training camp? Look, well, he was a con man. He didn't have any money, but he knew somebody at the bank. They gave him a loan. I think it was about a billion dollars. Now he sells the team for five billion dollars, but he does have legal liability, so you're going to try to get him for But he talked himself and took your time. Right. He talked himself wow. into a yacht in the Mediterranean with no money. He was as broke as you and I, but he had connections. With what? You know what? The Mafia.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now, this is the, con-
0: the Commanders are a complete disaster with Ron Rivera. they still beat Belichick, but everybody's beating Belichick. Uh, they're four and five, and they're playing the Giants. The Giants are... Completely falling apart, but they are a professional football team. They are, they are getting paid, and a lot of these people want to keep their jobs and not might not be with the Giants, but it might be with other teams. So, usually, a uh, professional team you make money now that the NBA is starting, you don't have time, but we'll be there for the playoffs. But look at the NBA. You see a team get blown out. Usually, they won't get blown out two nights in a row. So you always hit that money line or the points on an NBA team after they get blown out. The Giants have now been blown out twice in a row. First by Las Vegas, and then by Dallas. So double-digit dog in the division, right? Blown out two games in a row. They're They're probably being screened at, testing their manhood, right? And um, the guy was in the Senate trying to prove his manhood. The the Giants get to prove their manhood on the football field against a very, very flawed Lord Commander's team, like Ron Rivera, who had brain damage after his uh, heart attack. I don't know how he's even coaching. Other than they did want to lose on purpose to not pay um, travel costs in the playoffs. I think this is Tank City. Uh, Eric Bellamy, he shouldn't be a head coach. He's a wife beater. Not, you know, something, I mean, not that it's good, right, to be a DV guy, but to hit the meter maid or to hit the, um, the yeah, I guess it's a meter maid at the, where you park your car, right? You park your car and there's a person you give a ticket to and they let you out. Yeah, you uh, got a beef with some lady in the office of corner for Washington, punched her in the face. So this guy is punching women in the face as a football player in public. How does he have a job in the NFL? I don't know. Why are people saying he should be a head coach? Obviously, they're not doing the number two rule of betting, which is do your research. So you're like Josh. Yeah, good information, blah, blah, blah. But what does it have to do with sports betting? What it has to do with sports betting is emotional control. People who make most money are emotionally intelligent. So that's why the team has quit on this man a few times. They've gotten shut out. They've gone to the media about how much of a hothead this guy is, right? No surprise. So they got a rookie quarterback going against a really good veteran Defensive coordinator who's desperate. He wants a job next year. So look for the Giants to cover this. I do like to to go over 37 because the average score of an NFL game is 45. And their best players are playing 100% of the snaps on defensive special teams. So these games get kind of nutty really late in the fourth quarter. What do you think,
2: Um, Before I continue, it's down to nine
0: down to nine so better now
2: yes i'm betting
0: the as we speak i'm betting the giants plus the nine points over 37 what do you think was
2: um i'm gonna go with the commanders on this one and then i agree with the over 37 though
0: uh I'll for sure this week get jim yes break the ties yes I just wanted to time Melissa because Melissa beats me every week. Last <laughs> week, I was going to trash This week, we'll, do legit, we'll get the consensus picks. I, I know a lot of people have been asking for consensus picks. People uh-huh. love it. So we'll get a consensus pick. I'll ask Jim, a good friend, friend of the podcast, Jim Coventry for Roto Sports, RotoWire Sports, CBS Sports. To break the tide for us, very knowledgeable, yes. Ma- always makes us a lot of money, and he's our go-to guy for the people who are in fans. football all right, so we got a split decision on the side, but we do like the total over thirty-seven. Yes. What's the next game we're gonna look at?
2: The Titans and the Jags.
0: All right. So Melissa does a good job instructing people on focus. She's an expert on focus. Everything focus. Mm-hmm. Melissa knows that. So. I'm going to give you the scenario. And let me know what you think, Melissa. Mm-hmm. Brable, really smart guy, wins um, three Super Bowl as a linebacker for Coach Belichick from the mm-hmm. Belichick Football Mafia. He gets guys from the, the, the network they have set up. He, I thought he was going to be the next coach at Ohio State because he can't make more money at Ohio State, but now mm-hmm. it looks like going to be the next coach of the New England Patriots. Uh, they retired his number. He was sitting in the box laughing with the owner. And Belichick's going to get fired. So it's oh, obviously... Yeah. And the Titans haven't been covering as much as they usually do. This man usually covers for us uh, 70% of the time. And he's a family guy. A guy who's dedicated to his family. Equally dedicated to football. So, he's going to have to uproot his family. He's looking at private schools. The wife is looking for a new place to live. How focused can he be on what his current job is, working for a cheap family-owned team? They're not really mobsters. They're just an entitled family who inherited uh, the Tennessee Titans, who used to be the Houston Oilers. Bud Adams, Bud Adams' kids. So, what do you think, Melissa?
2: When you got that much going on in your life, it's going to be hard to focus no matter what you do, no matter how good at your job you are, yeah. it's going to be hard. It's going to pile up. It's going to add up. So there's definitely going to be hiccups in your life, in whatever you do, your job, personal X, Y, and Z, definitely going to be very challenging for him to focus. Um, And that would explain, obviously, you know, where they're at right now. Um. Yeah too much there's too much on his mind in my opinion um he lost his focus
0: right and then he lost his general manager last year and then they really hire one but he's Mm -hmm. doing two jobs but he's not getting any more money for him he just likes to be in control so i hesitate because you know they're going against jacksonville jacksonville lost last week um but it's still, it's just too many points. So I'm going to yeah. take the Titans plus the seven, right? Mm-hmm. Okay? The Titans plus the seven. But it's going to be hot and humid in Jacksonville.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: being a cheap team, cheap team that they are, they're not going to have a lot of backups. Being ready to go. Mm hmm. So that's going to make the game over and give me Jacksonville on the second half line. What do you think Melissa?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with
0: that. All right. All right. Cool. So we're going to go Titans plus a seven Jacksonville on the second half line, but the game's going to go over 39. Yes. I'm going to take a quick bathroom break and I'll be right back. tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. <laughs>
0: And I'm back. Yes, it yes, I did clean my hands thoroughly. (laughs) No, fast.
1: (laughs) Oh goodness!
0: All right, what's the next game you're gonna look at, Melissa?
2: The next game is the Bears and the Lions. And the first thing I'm going to say before we talk about it is that the line went down. Mm. I, put the, I put it in the notes right there in the middle.
0: It went down to eight. Yes. Uh, let me check to the Detroit Free Press to find out why did the line go down to eight. We don't mind because it doesn't matter. I think uh, this gets overplayed. And that's a, one way Vegas makes money. Mm-hmm. It's overestimating the loss of X Y Z player. Uh um, yeah. I look at marginal utility. Djokovic, the tennis player, one of the greatest players, players, one of the greatest tennis players of all time. Improved his stroke percentage point zero zero one. He went from two hundred in the world to the greatest player of all time. What What that means is once you get to a certain level, uh. There's not much difference between players. That's why a Josh Dobbs could go from, you know, from Arizona to Minnesota and win an NFL game, you know, be an NFL player of the week with a brand-new team. He wasn't even supposed to start. He shows up in the middle of the week and still play. Because on this level, basically everybody's the same. So Vegas takes advantage of it. You're missing a guy, blah, blah, blah. they change the line. People go crazy. It doesn't matter. There's a few players that are special that, uh, that are difference makers. You know, look at Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady, uh, Belichick's record without Tom Brady, it's like 20%. <laughs> You're getting worse. Uh, I'm looking at the Detroit Free Press, Liza Montgomery, da, da, da. I don't see anything there. Why the line would change? Now, Double digit dogs in the division cover eighty percent of the time. So now we're off the double digits. Mm-hmm. But since we're off the double digits, I don't care. I like the Lions attitude and energy. I, I kind of noticed like when the Chargers played the Lions, the reason the Chargers won is because they had more energy on that defensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it's it's the week before Thanksgiving, believe it or not. And it's Detroit has that traditional game. Uh, there's going to be a lot of really good energy. A lot of people taking time off from work, stuff like that. The lines are good. They haven't been good in a long time. There's going to be a lot of energy in Detroit. It's going to be a home game for Detroit. Um, read in the Wall Street Journal, it says, better prepare yourself for war. Iran had attacked our kids 60 times. And we just went back and bombed them. See what's happening in Gaza. You see what's happening in the Ukraine. You're like, Josh, what does that have to do with football? Uh, home teams win in those situations. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, The my money is green, right? <laughs> so whether I'm wrong about the geopolitical side of it, whether it's a crazy conspiracy theory, right? Um, am I schizophrenic? Who knows? But if I am, the money's still green. <laughs> The picks are still right. So give me uh the Detroit Lions. And I'll go under 40. What is it? 47 now?
2: It's at 48 now.
0: 48. So give me under 48. Like, mm-hmm. Josh, why? Uh the average score of an NFL game is 45 points. And if you saw if you saw that Thursday night game.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. That was right. Crazy.
0: And I insane. call him Baguette because Wednesday is my fast day. Or else I would be, my head would be fatter than what it is now. Uh So Wednesday is my fast day. So I call him Baguette. Whatever his name is.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't unread that now. Anytime I see, I, I hear your voice,
1: Baguette. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, gosh. Reminds me we had a good time in New Orleans. New Orleans is a great place. Very mm-hmm. cheap drinking. having fun. You know, you have the beignets. <laughs>
1: the beignets.
0: <laughs> it's either beignet or big be- or, be- or Baguette.
1: baguette.
0: <laughs> I just uh, don't really have a stronger, stronger arm than this guy.
1: Yes. Still, still,
0: still better in the pocket than this guy. Uh so I like the lines. I like the energy of the lines. And then the lions defense, uh, the way the team is structured. Uh you gotta see those coaches, those Lions defensive coaches, Dan Campbell, getting after the defense for giving up so many points to the Chargers last week after the bye. So I like them to shut down the the in a division game. Remember, division games count for two, so teams study these teams more. So they study uh the Lions defensive brain trust study the Bears extra. <laughs> and the Bears, Bears suck extra. And it's getting later in the season when teams kind of quit. So give me the Lions minus the eight point under 48. What do you think, sucks
2: Yeah, I agree. The Bears suck. I could hardly stay um, focused Wait. on the Thursday night
1: <laughs> game.
2: Um, I think I stopped watching it for like 30 minutes at a time, and I was scrolling through Instagram because I was just... <laughs> I could not get attached to it. I was just like this game is awful. Um, it was insane how awful it was. So I I agree it's going to go under. Um, I like the Lions with the points for this one. Um, I think the Lions are going to be the highlight of this game. So that's the only reason
1: I'm going to watch. <laughs> hey,
0: Jared Goff. Um, man, you know, if the Chargers didn't make a move, uh. Mm-hmm. He, he's worked for a family, cheap family team. Uh, ben Johnson, the office corner for Detroit, would be a good choice. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to him and say, hey, man, you're going to be doing 15 jobs. Get some volunteers from the high school. Get them to help you out.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you God. God. All right. Uh, so give
1: me...
0: The Detroit Lions, minus the eight points, under 48. Perfect. All right. What's the next game we're going to look at with this?
2: The Raiders and the Dolphins.
0: The Raiders and the Dolphins.
2: And this has gone up to 13.5.
0: Ooh, so bet it now before it gets yes. even worse. Um, Antonio Pierce, right?
1: hmm
0: Coming off a of Bye. Again, the Raiders have a hundred owners because they're owned by different people. They're anonymous owners, right? Because mm-hmm. they're part of, for lack of a better word, the mafia. They don't want So that's where the Raiders are a cheap team. Al Davis did a great job with them. Uh now the son Mark Davis likes to party a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Mark Davis. Have connections to Mark Davis. I'm not gonna say too much. Uh but I can say, yeah, he's a cool guy. Mark, you like to party, man. <laughs> Just listen to the podcast. <laughs> I can say that, Mark, you like to party. Mark Mark likes to party. He's in Vegas. Uh, when he gets fed up, he does get fed up. So he got rid of the coach. There's only so much he can do. It's a basically a depleted roster. And look at this, Melissa. 77% humidity. Sunday Gosh. in Miami, it's going to be 82 sunny skies. What does this mean? Cheap teams like this will not be able to hang in the second half. So I'm mm-hmm. pounding the second half line, right, that's going to make Miami cover. And Vic Fangio is coming off a bye. Big Fangio is probably the best defensive strategist beside Bill Belichick. Except if Fangio, as far as I know, doesn't cheat. Even though he is part of the Harbaugh football mafia family, uh, big Fangio is going to shut down that horrible Raider offense. So I don't see the Raiders scoring. Mm-hmm. Ooh, let me see. Let me check this total again. This total is what forty-seven. Yeah, yeah, I like an seven, right? Because the average score of an NFL game is forty-five points. The Raiders are not gonna score.
2: <laughs> no, no.
1: Yeah, the especially
0: only game with
2: gonna, Yeah, yeah. I just say, especially with Aaron O'Connell, if he's playing. Right. No, it's not gonna happen. I could
0: have this guy uh was bad in high school. He was bad in college and didn't start until later in college when the starter got hurt and he came in. He does have a lot of guts. He does have a lot of courage. Yes. And like you, Walker, somehow he got himself into the NFL. <laughs> I
1: know.
0: I don't know how. Yeah, I yeah, know. <laughs> no. Melissa, you better than this guy. You have a stronger arm. Yep. <laughs> Aiden, God bless Aiden Nakano. But oh. uh, fatigue makes us cowards of us all. So you see the Israeli army surrounding the hospital, but they're not going in. They're not going in the dumps.
1: Mm-hmm. They're cutting off
0: the supply lines, right?
1: Yes. They're
0: wearing him down because fatigue, not having water, not having sunlight and being surrounded, wears he down, right? So fatigue makes his character off. So I like that second half line. But if Miami's up 37 nothing. At halftime, I'm scared Miami shutting it down. And then being 7-7, winning 43-7. So, the 43-7 would be 53 points. So, that would suck all the way around. Yeah. But looking at it now, make a decision at halftime. Actually, I'll post this. I'll post my second-half line pick for this, Uh, depending how the game's going. If the game is tied, we'd love it. If the game is 13-10, Miami, love it. Give me Miami in the second-half line. Miami 37 to nothing. Let me see how the body language of the Raiders looks coming back for the second half. But I don't know. It might be pack them up. (laughs) Like, man, this is not a division game. And it's way too hot out there. And the league changes too, Melissa. Uh, The sun beats down on the visiting team while the home team is covered. That's a huge advantage. And again, I'm 80% second-half lines. Florida second-half. That's what we have. Jacksonville in the second half.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I like Miami in the second half, too. So, Miami minus the 12, under 47. What do you think, Melissa?
2: I agree all the way.
0: Uh, the Panthers are pathetic, right? We saw them 39. Oh, Cowboys, yeah. minus 10, under 43, because the Panthers... Sucks so bad,
2: easy right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, how about them boys? Uh, you never want to take him with big lines because everybody bets him blindly. But in this situation, uh, David Tepper, David Tepper is a technical analysis guy. You're like, Whoa, Josh, you just said the technical analysis has never gotten anybody rich, and David Tepper managed 25 billion dollars. And he sold his firm for three billion. Took two billion to buy the Panthers, and one billion he kept for himself and his family. Uh, but he made himself the owner, the executive vice president, the general manager of the team. He has a lot of jobs, and what he did was sell technical analysis. That's why, at the end, things start going. He sold technical analysis, he didn't use technical. Just to build his fortune, he made it with other people's money, managing the 25 billion. Analytics is not working football. He's still trying to do analytics. That's why they've lost every game. So, give me the Cowboys minus the 10. And uh, Jerry Jones has more money than he has, has 23 billion, but he built it himself. Built his oil company. And then, for his oil company, he invested in real estate. He was using fundamental analysis. When you buy real estate, you're using fundamental analysis. And he's a smart guy. Good old Jerry Jones. So give me Jerry Jones and his $23 billion minus the 10 points under forty. All right. No Melissa degrees. Yes. What's the next thing we look at?
2: The Bucks and the 49ers, and it's gone up to 12.
0: Gone up to 12. Sound of our voice, people on the live stream, bet it now. Second, you listen to the podcast, bet it right away. Mm-hmm. Bet the 49ers. Yes. Uh, they're coming off a bye. I know it was a week mm-hmm. ago, but they're well-rested. Usually their style of play, they do not cover, right? Because they'd love to run it, and they put it on the defense. And mm-hmm. they play a conservative style defense. But this year, they've been very efficient on offense. McCafferty looks good. He's not hurt. And they're actually, I think, uh, either second in the NFL, second in the NFC. I'll put it in the NFL, so notes mm-hmm. and scoring. And then you see with your eyes, Tampa Bay sucks. Mm-hmm. Outside of the division, Uh they were trying to trade in the offseason. Mike Evans, their best receiver. Mm-hmm. That's because they do not believe in their team. So if you know, it's almost like you want me to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. They don't believe in their team. They're trying to trade the best player. So if you don't believe in yourself, I'm not going to believe in you on the road against a team that's looking to go to the Super Bowl. So Uh give me San Francisco 49ers minus the 11 under 42 points because the Bucks can't score. And a little birdie told me I won't disclose where I got this information, but legit information from inside. the organization, the Baker Mayfield May, Mayfiel is playing hurt.
1: It's
0: so another reason, I guess, a good defense to put a pounding on you, mm-hmm. put a more pounding in that hurt by yours, give me the San Francisco 49ers minus the 11, under 42. What do you think, Melissa?
2: Oh, yeah. I agree. All the way. No arguments.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. What's the next game we're going to look at?
2: Seahawks and the Rams.
0: Seahawks and the Rams, SoFi Stadium.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Rams coming off a bad loss. Uh, We're getting points at home. Los Angeles has the second highest concentration of the Jewish community. And you can say, Josh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Josh, you're wrong fine, but in games like this, uh, the home team has gotten the benefit of the whistle. And again, it's my money and the money is green, and we're at 62.5%, 52.5% break-even. 59%, you are considered sharp, you can live in Vegas. We're at 62.5%. Mm-hmm. On our way to 70%, and 70% is elite. 70% is elite. So whatever... I be, it could be nuts. It could be schizophrenic, but the money's just as great. give me the Rams plus the one point. I could still lose by a hundred yard field goal. <laughs> right, It's still cover the one point. Now I like it over forty six. It's a division game, and I believe they played earlier in the season. If I remember my notes and my research properly, I'll take a look at it. Uh, and that game went over, and uh, uh, Pete Carroll, in that book, and I have a picture of the guy with uh, me, Yogi Roth, uh, wrote that book, "Win Forever. He said, I'm never going to change. I was taught this defense by Bonnie Kiffin, and I'm never going to change. Right? Well, I thought about rigid thinking. It works for him. He's making $10 million a year. He's won three national titles. He's been to two Super Bowls, won one, one. So you can't argue with he knows everything, even though time change. But yes, they have not played this season. I guess the game I was thinking about, yeah, I guess they did play. It was the first game of the season, man. Seems like a long time ago. They won the game 30 to 13. that's 43 points. This is this is price at 46. This is the second time they played each other. So they're familiar with each other. There's no fear factor with that um, Seattle defense, which is what Pete Curl is known for. So with the comfortability of it and I guess again, remember, Sean Paint uh Sean Sean McVay. Um who married a, a girl that I think she's gold digging him. That's not my problem, that's his problem. Uh, <laughs> uh, He's won a Super Bowl, been to another Super Bowl, so he's been studying Seattle, uh, since Seattle beat them last year. Oh. Awesome! So he figured out that Seattle defense. That to us means money. That to us means that the is going to make this game go over. Mm-hmm. So give me your Rams plus the one over forty six points. What do you think Melissa? I think.
2: The Seahawks are going to cover this one. Um, I agree with the over, though.
0: Right. And part of um, the podcast, part of life in general, right? Mm -hmm. You listen to understand, right? You you turn off that movie in your head and I can't do it all the time, but when somebody's as smart as Melissa is, Somebody that's as successful as Melissa. Lista the week before last was close to 75% against the spread, picking every game, picking every side, and picking every total. In addition to that, whenever I go against revenge game theory, I'm wrong. So I'm going to listen, I'm gonna turn off the movie in my head. I listen to her. People say you listen to people in panic. Not necessarily. The person you're listening to may not deserve empathy, right? But I digress. We'll do a podcast on listening later. But you listen to so I encourage people when you're listening to the podcast, don't argue with the crazy things I'm saying. Understand what I'm saying. First, you understand. Listen to understand, right? Before trying to be understood. So, because of those reasons, I'm gonna listen to Melissa. And I'm going to change my pick to the Seattle Seahawks, minus the one point. Again, Super Bowl winning coach hates losing. Both these guys hate losing, but he doesn't want to lose to the Rams twice in a row. Revenge game theory. Melissa's going with the Seahawks. <laughs> right? Yep. It's dumb for me to stick, stick with my own rigid thinking. Right? I'm willing to change. Do something new, man. You know, hey, man. You're only the ones. Right? So, give me the Seattle Seahawks. Minus the one. I bet $1,000 every game. So, put $1,000 on your Seattle Seahawks. Minus the one. I still like the over 46.
2: Yes. So, my reasoning is, so, the Seahawks, they they lead the series Um, 27-25. They lost the last game against the Rams. So, they're going to be going for this. Right. Um, I would definitely – Bet the money line on this on the Seahawks as well. Um, so I'm gonna actually add that to the spread sheet.
1: Okay. Great, nice. Um,
2: so I feel like this is gonna be one of those, um, like high testosterone games where <laughs> oh, <good>. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of good
0: the, hitting. You like games with a lot rivalry. of good hitting,
2: yeah? Like people
0: getting laid out and stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. i probably a lot of injuries are gonna be made. Um
0: right.
2: it's it's gonna be um it's gonna be a good one.
0: Yeah, we're gonna be watching it's gonna be the litter game.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll have good beers in me and watching good hard hitting football game. And then yes. Bobby Wagner Bobby Wagner went from Seattle to the Rams and then back to Seattle. So he <laughs> <called> the
1: Rams. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: A lot of going whenever I go get. So um you got two things going. Listen, man. Pay attention to your surroundings and listen. Yes. All right. So give me Pete Carroll in the Seattle Seahawks. Minus the one point over 46 points. And a lot of fun to be had. All right. getting excited. The game's getting excited. Did we get? Yep. All right, what's the next game we're going to look at?
2: um, The Jets and the Bills.
0: The Jets and the Bills. So I have two questions for you, Melissa, on this.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Should have the Bills fired Ken Dorsey? Oh, my gosh.
2: 12 men on the field for that field goal. <laughs> that was missed. I would have fired him right then and there. <laughs> well, the I should have
0: fired the guy responsible for that. I think McDermott's responsible for that. He's the offensive really? coordinator. I don't know if see was well, the special teams, too. No, special yeah. teams. I'll find out, but I don't think it was Dorothy. Dorothy's the offensive guy.
2: You're uh, right.
0: You're right. McDermott actually should be fired.
2: You're uh, right. You're right.
0: Dorothy I... the offense, and then what do you think about um, – Wilson the quarterback for the Jets.
2: Oh. Well, with you know the rumors about um Rogers, you know, potentially coming back before the season's over. He he's probably gonna be like, Well, there goes my career. <laughs> 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 he's not that good. Um he sucks. So He's he's not gonna be focused during this game. He's his head's gonna be somewhere else. He's gonna be thinking about Rogers coming back in and
0: the end of his career. He's always trying yeah. he like, seems like he's giving up out there, really.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, there's gonna be a lot of pressure on him for that game, I feel like. And it's just gonna be too much for him to bear. And right. then the Bills. Um sorry, go ahead.
0: No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead.
2: ahead. I was going to say the Bills, you know, they fired uh, Dorsey and, um, you know, they're probably going to have like a new um, course for, you know, the offense. Um, So they're going to come in with something new, something different, hopefully something different. Um, More energy. Yes, more energy. So the Jets are probably going to be, you know, shaking in their boots or their cleats, I should say.
0: Right. Right. And, and, um, we're going Revenge Game Theory again here. Yes. They lost oh. to them first game of the season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where one won my, my home dog on Monday Night
1: Football. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was a punt return. Rodgers had gotten hurt.
1: That's <laughs> right. That is
0: right. And that's the first time, you know, because we just met, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And right away, first week, you're, like, talking shit to me. You're, like, saying, <laughs> hey, I told you, man. Defying me. Roger just hurt. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, I love this girl.
1: <laughs> oh, that was great.
0: Already talking so shit.
1: Good. Yep. Yep, that's, that's me. me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: And I know how to sports bit. I'm good at it, but still, she came at me. Love it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't know shit, man. <laughs> love it. Is, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just thought it was so fun. I was like, oh man,
2: Rogers needs to, <laughs> you know, just go home.
0: <laughs>
1: Call
2: She's a like
0: quiz. I and he's- like, I told you. <laughs> you know, and I was gonna say my regular stuff, but I'm like, no. Enjoy the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh good. Meeting an awesome person. <laughs> It keeps it real.
1: Yep. <laughs> oh, gosh. Definitely a favorite moment from this season so far. I yes.
0: yes. so, so love talking some shit while watching football. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> so, we digress. Give us the Bills. Minus seven. Under 40 points. The Bills are mad. They're not going to let the Jets score. That's right. Uh, plus, they beat him first game of the season. Remember, division games count for two. So give me the Bills. Minus a 40, under 40 points. Perfect. We're all over it, man.
1: Mm-hmm. The liquor
0: before beer, you're in the clear. Beer before liquor, never been sick. All right. So I'm yep. going to have to do whiskey early and then go for the beer, and then late. Have a nice drink on what is this? Is that Sunday night? No, it's gonna be Sunday late game, so that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'll have another like whiskey cold drink during the Jets and the Bills. Bills minus seven under 40.
1: Yes, (laughs) (laughs) uh,
0: what's the next game we're gonna look at? The
2: Vikings and the Broncos,
0: Vikings and the Broncos. Uh, Uh This, in a way, the Vikings game. And the Raiders game, uh, to me, are kind of in the same category where you have young coaches with really good teams, cheap owners, shady owners. Even though the Raiders don't have a shady owner. You're cool, Mark. I love you, Mark. You're a good guy. Good guy in me. Uh, even though he told me not to bet every game, Mark Davis, owner of the Raiders, wants to win. To bet every game equally, just take all of them, just bet on one. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I'm not in your position, man.
2: <laughs> no. that's, that's the biggest risk,
0: <laughs> exactly. No, Mark, I can't, I, I cannot. No, so I digress. Uh, similar situation, no, where I think the, the clock's gonna hit midnight for Cinderella. Okay. And they're going to be on the road. It's going to be cold in Denver Sunday night. Again, going to war. The home team needs to win. You got a Super Bowl winning coach, Sean Payton. Rigid thinking. So he played vanilla for the first six weeks of the season. Now he's starting a game plan. They looks like a totally different team. They got a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And Russell Wilson versus a guy who just got there, Josh Dobbs. And Mm -hmm. the Broncos have the highest winning percentage in the NFL history at home. However, they've lost the first three games at home. And so they beat Kansas City. So see with your eyes, right? They Mm -hmm. beat Kansas City. They beat Buffalo. And now they're playing a very flawed Minnesota Viking team. Depleted on defense. So that's why I like the over, especially in the second half. Give me the Broncos second half line in the altitude and in the cold. But give me the Broncos money line. Give me the Broncos second half line over 44. What do you think, Melissa?
2: I think the Vikings are going to cover this. Um I think that they might win it as well. Um I mm. I watched I watched their game on Sunday. And I think that Dobbs actually performed pretty well during that game.
3: Yeah, surprisingly, I love
2: yeah, yeah, surprisingly, he did really well. He's a good Vikings quarterback. Whatever they're doing for him is great. Cardinals right. like, think, was not good for him.
0: Yeah, I'll do. Yeah, I'll do more research. He he played well with the Cardinals. He's just one of those that just good enough to win. Good yeah. enough to. Win. Um, yeah. He,
2: He did play well, but like, but you know, as you you see there, you know,
0: right the last, yeah, the pot roast burnt.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I, I definitely like him on the Vikings. Um, he's doing really, really well for them. If anything, it's a blessing for them. I think he's going to do great things this season for
1: them.
0: Do more research, but Mm -hmm. uh, at first blush, just looking at the games. It seems like Josh Dobbs is better for the O'Connell offense than uh uh Kirk Cousins was. Yeah. Josh Dobbs can run. He's a veteran quarterback. Oh.
1: Really, just, yeah.
0: He's good at Kirk Cousins, but he can run and Kirk Cousins couldn't run.
2: Yeah, he did a lot of I, I noticed a lot of that last weekend and I was like,
3: "Oh,
2: hey. <laughs> um so yeah, that's that's my reasoning for choosing for choosing uh, cannot talk for choosing the Vikings. Um, I think it's going to go under, um, under forty four. Let me see what that has changed at all. Oh, it's actually at forty
0: two. Ooh, good, better for me. Uh, the for
1: me. Game,
0: <laughs> yeah, the average score of the NFL game is forty five. Yeah. Uh, and you got two offensive coaches going against each other. I think mm-hmm. both have Super Bowl rings. Yeah. So what does that mean? They don't give up. So they're trying, they'll figure out something to get this game over the 42 points. Remember 42. Yeah. Is the-
2: I think that since it's at 42, I could see it being a 43 between 43 and 46 game. Right. So that's
0: gonna change my choice. Oh, nice.
2: So I'm gonna go with the over 42.
0: Yeah, yeah I really like the over, right? And uh, yeah. This is a dynamic podcast. We're not we're not written in our thinking. And this mm-hmm. is about money. It's not about egos or who's right or who's wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, people getting caught get caught up in that with politics, who's right, who's wrong. Right. So. To that end. We'll go with your Denver Broncos. On the money line. Over 42 second half line. But Melissa is going with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. So I'll make sure we'll publish this on Sunday. We'll have Jim. Jim Coventry. Rotor Wire Sports. You can catch him everywhere. Uh, he's on our Twitter uh cbs sports word of Rights, gives the content CVS sports on the website you can find it there too he'll break the tie for us and we'll publish it i'll publish it on the website as well
1: mm-hmm.
0: all right or uh when melissa and i disagreed last week all those games were nuts on the game disagree crazy crap was <laughs> happening in all those games they might want to stay away from the side, probably crazy stuff will happen and yeah. stick with what like, which is the over 42.
2: Yes, I All feel right. like there's a lot of the totals that we got right when we disagreed on sides,
0: right? No, 100%. We, that's why you have to have the spreadsheet, that's yeah. why you have to do your research and you got to track. track yeah. <laughs>
2: right
0: right right uh, it makes a big difference that's why we're good that's why we're good every week some people are mm-hmm. great one week and then the next week we're down this is a business we make yes. profit every week and we're steady right steady pretty um, slow steady wins the race And what's the last game we're going to look at it's
2: going to be a good one I hope Eagles and the Chiefs It's
0: gonna Eagles be- and the Chiefs right Two brothers
2: um, both, playing
0: each other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> brothers playing each other. They're both part of the same football mafia, the Andy Reid mafia football family, Howie Roseman. Uh, There's a, a replay of the Super Bowl. And I guess I'm going to go against revenge game theory, right? Because you would think the Eagles would have revenge on their mind.
2: Yeah. Because they but last year. <laughs> Yeah. Or whatever year
0: it was. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. But the way the games are playing, I kind of like the Chiefs in the situation. Yeah. Um, I don't like the points because Andy Reid is kind of crazy. Uh He will show up for Thanksgiving dinner, but he's been watching mm-hmm. film all day. and' not going to bring in what he said he was going to bring. <laughs> You're going to forget it. <laughs> <laughs> he will show up. His fat ass will show up. Right? <laughs> And um, they're making up this about Taylor Swift. So, one thing oh, about yeah. Taylor Swift, um, in my opinion, as a guy, Taylor Swift is not that attractive. And then you tries to uh, all these outfits, right? So, Melissa is far more attractive than Taylor Swift. Oh, thank you. And, and I hate to say it, but probably even more important. She was 70% against the spread a couple weeks ago. She has <laughs> any ability to pick football games. <laughs> Taylor Swift cannot do. <laughs> you nope.
2: Know, all she so, can do is sing.
0: <laughs> exactly. And, and you say you could sing too. So maybe even, yeah. in, you're in the in the ballpark there. This podcast yep. yep. provides yep. more value than Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Right. So who cares if she's there? Oh, the record with her there, not there. Is that a real relationship or is it a, a situational PR ship?
2: A situation ship? <laughs> <laughs> I get my <more> views ship.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, oh, what it's like.
0: that's what it seems like. So it's yeah. That's why I love that I leave it on mute. If I do yep. listen to this, it's a home radio, maybe if they're good, if they're not, I just watch it on mute. I got enough going on. <laughs> Entertain myself watching the games. All right, so to that end, two offensive coaches going against each other. It's week eleven. That means everybody's hurt. Defenses are depleted. This game will go over in the second half. The Super Bowl, but almost like seventy points.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a lot of points for it. So give me the Chiefs at home on Monday night at the start of World War Three. Give me the home team. The Chiefs on Monday night. You can't be depressing people on my, Sunday night people, football who bet the Eagles or whatever. You yeah. know, look at New, Jersey, New Jersey does have a $3 billion handle. $3 billion bet, probably a billion of it on the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Nothing has the Chiefs win this game. And the Chiefs need a stadium. So give me Bye. the fat Andy Reid uh, and the and over 45. Now, Andy Reid, they're trying to play it down. They might have scraped something from the internet. But it was, I believe, last year or a year before, Andy Reid collapsed in the locker room. They had to take him to the hospital, blah, blah, blah. So I say that to say we live in a very chaotic, uncertain world. What's yeah. going on in the NFL might not be what's going on. It's, it's week to week. Mm-hmm. And it's chaos, Right. Uh, yeah. If if the special teams coach can count and notices he has 12 guys on the field, Ken Dorsey still has a job, even though they're totally unrelated. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy, right? Just because somebody uh, looks good and have money and successful does not mean anything.
2: <laughs> this is true.
0: Right? So we learn, we get as close as the truth as possible so we can predict outcomes. What are your final words, Melissa?
2: Um I will say the last two weeks, the Monday night home dog or whatever you call it has not covered the points.
1: The last the two weeks. Yeah, yeah, the
2: home game. Home team, they have not covered the points. So I think this week is gonna be the week the home team finally covers. So that's what I'm gonna go with for that. Um
0: Right. And that's what Everything the
2: guy I agree with, though.
0: Right. In that process,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's what uh, I think James Holster, mm-hmm. he is the all time record holder, money winner at Jeopardy. And he says he's a sports better. And that's called return to the mean. So when, when things going one way and you feel it going to the other way, in statistics, if you take a class in college, that would be called return to the mean. And that's yep. one of the tools in our toolbox. That I explain in detail in the top 10 betting. But Melissa, not uh, Taylor Swift, (laughs) knows that instinctually. She doesn't have to go to college class. She she just feels it. Feels it return to the mean on Monday night. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue with
1: (laughs) Good. Just kidding.
0: (laughs) We all know that nice guys finish last. So we're not nice guys. Uh however, when you give one, you get ten back. It's one way to deal with life. Other ways work as well. Right? The leader of Hamas has three billion dollars, she's living well, doing fine, happy life. Even though he's not a good person. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: he doesn't give one, maybe he does to Iran or something. Give one to get ten back. But Melissa and I, that's our philosophy. The philosophy that makes us happy, philosophy that makes us profitable. And when you give one, you get 10 back. And the last time we were in world war, Winston Churchill said this to get us through it. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for, for, Thank you for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network.